Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. Charles Lindquist is with the Delta County Historical Society. Thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. No problem. Happy to be here. Next week, you're going to be uh, having an open house at the Lighthouse and Museum. Yes. This is something we've been doing for many years now. The two days after Christmas in the afternoons, 1 to 4, so it'd be on the 26th and the 27th, Monday and Tuesday, 1 to 4. Uh, we'll have the... Uh, Lighthouse open for the first time since last summer, and and the same is true of the museum, at least to some extent. Um, our archives is open year year round, but uh, in that building. But the lighthouse, we haven't had visitors since this summer, so did you go through good it to have all? some people there, just is to it? see how things are going. Right. Every once in a while we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, no radiators have busted yet so far. <laughs> That's what happened one year, yeah. That happened years ago, yeah. Okay. What can people expect at the lighthouse on Monday? Well, uh, we've got the lighthouse decorated for Christmas. Um, We're going to have some refreshments for people who come in. If it stays like this, it's going to be rather chilly. It isn't. It's going to be highs of 22. Whoa. On Monday and Tuesday. Wow, perfect. With with mostly cloudy (laughs) skies. I hadn't heard. Oh. Well, that yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Yes, that'll be wonderful. Um, but all the same, uh, we'll have some refreshments for people, and uh, they're welcome to look through the lighthouse. Uh, not the basement, of course, but I, I think, I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to allow people to come up and go up to the uh, uh, lantern room at the top of really? the lighthouse okay. if they'd like. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, on one of those days, on Tuesday, the 27th, uh, we're going to have something special. Um, for some years, the uh, parlor organ we've had uh, on display in the uh, kind of the living room area of the lighthouse. Uh, very old, and it kind of uh, just sort of fell apart. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but we thought, well, let's see if we can't get someone to re- repair it. And there's a wonderful person in this community, maybe more, but one for sure, and his jo- name is John Ig- Ignatowski. Yes, he can. He repairs those. Oh, yes. Uh, he act- he's actually made a, a harpsichord, I think. Okay. And uh, he said he'd give it a try, and uh, he started looking at it in April of this year. And he said, well, you know, to some extent, it just hasn't been uh, cleaned for a while, maybe uh, 50 years or so. <laughs> and uh, he said there might be a few things wrong with it. And he said, I think I can work on it. And um, he did last spring. When he got done, it just sounded wonderful. Of course, he, he had to check it out by playing of a, a few tunes himself. Is he going to play it next week? He, on two. We asked him if he could, and he said, not the day after Christmas. <laughs> I'll be really tired that day. Because he plays day. at St. Joseph's St. Patrick Church. Sure, yeah. right. And uh, But he said, uh, the next day, on Tuesday, I can come in in the afternoon. Don't We don't know for sure. 
just what time he'll be in and mm-hmm. how long he'll play. But uh, you couldn't have anyone probably better in the entire UP to play that organ than John Ignatowski. Yeah, you had Mrs. Lundeen do it for quite a few years. Yes. She was really good at it, too. Yes. She so that's going to be pretty darn special. Yeah, it is. You got a Christmas tree up in the lighthouse? I uh, got a Christmas tree up in the lighthouse, uh, and, um, and of course the museum will be open. I think maybe, I'm not certain, I think refreshments might be over at the uh, museum. Instead there, of in the kitchen? We have more room there mm-hmm. for that. I, that's what we've done in the past. So well, you always got cookies in the kitchen at the lighthouse. Well, we do, but, but I think maybe the refreshment area might be over at the museum. Okay. We'll, we'll see you. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Uh, <laughs> You're only in charge. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, you got a good crew helping you out. Yes, right? mm-hmm. and, and the museum and uh, archives will be open, too, uh, to take a look around. The museum more than the archives, I think, on, on those days, but the... Uh, People are going to be welcome to come in and uh, take a look around at the museum as well. So uh, not too bad for the, those days after Christmas. And uh, often we find there are a number of families who have people coming f- for the holidays and they've had a wonderful time celebrating on Christmas. What are we going to do in the next couple of days? And often we get families that come in. A lot of, of, can't say kids, but I'm going to say kids, who grew up here, went away, come back for the holidays, and and this is a nice place to go. One of the really neat things about Escanaba is our lighthouse. So uh, we we do get a number of families that come in um, on those days. Absolutely. It is what's cool about it. How did this start? Do you remember? Uh, back in the 1980s when um, the uh, Coast Guard still owned that, that the, what we call the lighthouse now, they had turned it into just an ordinary house. They torn down the tower earlier, right. and uh, it didn't it looked just like an ordinary residential building. They said they didn't have any plans to use it after the mid-80s, and they'd tar- tear it down if... Um, there wasn't anyone who wanted to take a hold of it and maybe bring it back to life as a lighthouse or something. And our historical society, of course, we had the museum uh, just next door, and uh, the board talked about it, and there were some said, this is going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of money. We don't have that kind of money. And others said, you wait. If we decide to do this, this town is really going to help. The whole county is probably going to chip in to help in one way or another. And that's exactly the way it went. Um, and then, of course, we had uh, some help. When I say we, you know, I wasn't around at that time. I was downstate with my wife. But um, uh, there, are, there are a lot of people who came in to help. Others uh, had... Uh, I. I think the grade schools had a penny drive at that time, and holy cow, $500 worth of pennies? That's a <laughs> lot of pennies. Yeah. And that's about what they contributed. Everyone contributed. And uh, by 1989, I think the they had brought back the tower, which had been torn down by the Coast Guard. Um, they had really brought the building back 
to the way it had looked um, up to the end of the 1930s. And um, the board thought, you know, we have had such a lot of help from the community. We've got to have a couple of days when we're saying thank you. And we're saying thank you by saying, come on in and take a look what you helped to bring back and no charge. How can we charge when the community really is responsible for having, bringing back, helping to bring that back this building? And so it's been since 1990 that the, uh, I, I'm not certain if they had the Christmas open house right away or not, but, uh, but somewhere in that area, yeah. they decided to have a couple of days at Christmas that would be especially nice um, for... What a nice gift. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, uh, you know, it's cold today, <laughs> and we have had some cold days, um, uh, December 26th and 27th, and we're always open uh, on those days. We've often had um, brass players who come in. Yeah, I, I was one of them that played out front, <laughs> oh, even yeah. in the rain one year. Oh, in the rain? Yeah. Well, that would be bad, but... Imagine having a brass instrument and uh, it's in the cold. temperature like well, today. I, I can imagine. Oh, <laughs> and we've had that. And yep. Bless their heart of some of these people who've come in and helped us. Because it. you thought we'd be too loud inside. <laughs> well, there is a problem with a lighthouse that way. Yeah, I know. It's a rather small building. You get brass instruments and... And they can't move around. Yeah. You know, we call it making ice. So a day like today, they're making a lot of ice out on the bay. Yes, for sure. <laughs> when you're a lighthouse keeper during winter, what would have been their job? Well, I'm not certain just what they did in, uh, in the winter. Um, I'm hoping they had some people there, especially since um, they did a lot much of, of the 20th work, century right? they had heat. And uh, if there were a problem you know, involving uh, the radiators like we had some years ago, you sure would want someone there to keep an eye on things. But I, I really don't know just how they handle that. They're, maybe they just turned the heat off during that time and didn't have it open at all during mean the, the winter. You mean no, the lighthouse, the light up above, didn't have to work in the wintertime? Because their job is to keep the light going, right? Yeah. There aren't a whole lot of boats that right, <laughs> come that's my in point. <laughs> when the ice comes in. So, no, they wouldn't have ne actually needed that during the winter. Mm -hmm. But really, I, um, I think back in the day when we had ore boats coming in all the time, um, often they figured maybe the shipping season could last through November. And December was always very, very iffy as far as uh, getting an ore boat in there and getting that out uh, because of the ice problems. So I think maybe the shipping season usually ended about the end of November. How has this past year been? I didn't have a chance to talk with you when you closed on Labor Day weekend. How was the year for you? Well, you know, everyone thought, boy, the pandemic is just about over. We're going to see a lot of people coming. And you know, I think everyone who, wrote, who was open to the public wondered, is that going to really happen or not? And it did for us. We had lots and lots of people coming in through the summer. Uh, people were really on the go, wanting to see things. And, you know, we got an awful lot of people from what 
I guess you can call the Midwest running west of the Mississippi River all the way to the Rockies. And um, we often get people starting the season from Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. I guess they, they just want to see some open water, something really fresh and clean after the terrible winters they probably had. And we often get people early in the season from um, the western part of the Midwest. And, um, and that was true this year. And it just continued all through the, the summer. Mm. But mostly, uh, mostly our, our people come from uh, what we would call the Midwest, going up to the Mississippi River and maybe counting Iowa <laughs> mm-hmm, <okay>. <laughs> as part of the so Midwest. So a lot of travelers then. Lots huh? of travelers, yeah. We, it, it tends to be a lot of people who are coming in to take a look at lighthouses, and they, they know, they get on the Internet, and they know there are a lot of lighthouses in uh, Michigan um, especially in the UP and different places, and that seems like a nice place to visit anyway because, you know, we've got three of the Great Lakes that we were on and um, lots of interesting things to see. And really, in the last 10 years since uh, Pictured Rocks has just taken off as a tremendous sight to see and uh, travel through and whatnot, the whole UP has benefited. I know Escanaba has had a lot of uh, houses turned into bed and breakfasts and whatnot. And uh, a lot of these people say, oh, Escanaba, it's only what, maybe an hour, hour and a half away from Munising and the pictured rocks? That'd be a good place to see. They especially think that, I think, when they start looking around Munising and they realize no place to stay there ain't no place there (laughs) (laughs) so they have to look elsewhere and um and we have benefited from that quite a bit you have now a few months before you will reopen again is that the time that you look at new exhibits for the museum well we uh, tend to look for new things yes and it's also time when we try to catch up on some of the um documents and some of the items uh, that um, people bring in want to donate uh, and archives we, that's open year round but any new not exhibits too many that visitors in the in right. the winter time any new exhibits that you might be planning for this uh, year really haven't thought of that too much because um, you changed I have a couple been, of them I out. have been given an assignment by the board to try to come up with um, maybe a three-minute talk that I'm not really into uh, technology too much, so I'm going to stumble right now. But uh, in some museums, you go buy an exhibit, and I guess there's some way in which if you've got a, a, a phone of some yes. sort... you are you, code. Uh, you can help me out here I can here definitely a lot. help you out with the that. Only what they need me for is to... What are we going to say about this exhibit right. or this room and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the one who put the exhibits in to a large extent or know about them, maybe more than others do. So I've been working on that. So as we get into the new year, um, hopefully we'll have a, a fair number of exhibits and whatnot where if you have a... A smartphone. A, a, it's yeah, a smartphone. Okay. Yes. You can scan the code. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the audio will play. Yeah, I guess. It will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, 
that's keeping me busy uh, and has been to some extent over this last year. But in the winter, it's a good time to really work on that quite a bit. The uh, open house is going to be Monday and Tuesday from 1 till 4 p.m. It's going to have some music, a lot of decorations, of course, Christmas trees up in the lighthouse, uh, cookies and hot chocolate and other things in the museum. Yep. And if you missed out on buying the gifts, I think there's a few things to buy at the oh, uh, there are, little store yes. there yep. as well, right? Yep. And as well as, well as checking out all the exhibits in the museum. Free of charge. It's Free of charge. No Historical charge Society's gift yes. to the community right. for the support that they gave years ago. Absolutely. Charles Lindquist is president of the Delta County Historical Society. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It's always nice to come in and, and talk with you. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at HometownEscanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula.